From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Ben Birkenbein. And I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm Rachel Katz, and you're watching Disney Channel. Yikes. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I had the wand, yes. but it's a podcast, so even if I did, you couldn't see it. So it's fine. We've got my friend Rachel here, our friend Rachel here. Yes. She's, you're friends with both of us. Yes. And uh, we went to school together. We had. It's weird. We're like friends from college. Yeah, we are. Isn't that weird? There's, there's, a, isn't there, isn't there, there's a, a movie. Great show. Is it good? It's Is super it good. Yeah, it's uh, Colby Smolders from How I Met Your Mother and uh, Michael Key. Oh, okay. Isn't it? Yeah, great cast. Super yeah, good. Fred Savage, isn't it? it was, oh, it's wow. really, really funny. Yeah. It's really oh. good. So, a little yeah. emotional, though. So, we're <laughs> friends from college. God, so gross. Yeah, it's kind of because we've both graduated and we're both like, you know, figuring out our lives. And that's how we became friends. So, I guess that's like the definition. Yeah. Mm. But um, you're, um, you started the comedy club at UNR yes. and you do STEM stand up here in mm-hmm. Reno mm-hmm. And, and stuff. And you're going to be moving to LA. Oh, right? yes. So, eventually. am I allowed to say that? Yes, eventually. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, yes. You're allowed to say that. I don't have a specific. Date Dates yet. you're leaving. At some point, yes. You're at be some done point that. in my life, um, yes. Still be in yes. LA. Yes, I'll be in LA. But cool, point. yeah. So we were mm-hmm. just we're gonna. I think in this episode we're gonna chat about. Com- we've already done a comedy episode about stand up and stuff, but I think we would like to kind of talk a little bit more about it. There's, you know, stand up is such a broad topic. It's broad. There's yeah. a lot going on, and so, and I mean, it's not. We're not just gonna talk about stand up. We're gonna talk about kind of the process that you mm-hmm. go in with. It comes sure. to like writing and stuff, and also, uh, you know, comedy shows and stuff that mm-hmm. you enjoy too. Cool. I'm ready. Yeah, I agree. And we should also say, um, so the the comedy club at UNR um, is basically, so you founded this, right? Mm-hmm. And when when did you found the comedy club? Um, so I have wanted to do comedy since I was 14. Super obsessed with SNL. Just like gets me wet. Love it. And when I was in my sophomore year of college, I was studying criminal justice and I liked it. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Just did not, didn't really have the drive. And so... Um, to do it full time, I guess. And so I decided I would go to LA for a week and take a class at the Second City in LA. And How old were you? How old was I at the time? Yeah. 19. Oh, okay, cool. I, I was 19, that. yeah. So I took a class at the Second City. It was, I think it was, um, it was like TV writing. It was like like writing for like Ellen or Jimmy Fallon. It was like that kind of stuff. And then I was also taking an online class through the Second City, which was like online satirical writing. So like onion hmm. type of stuff. Nice. Um, yeah. And you have a blog too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I started my blog um, like a year ago. Mostly I think kosher. Mostly kosher. Yes. Mostly kosher.com. <laughs> but there's a hyphen in between mostly and kosher. So if you want to read it, it's, you know, we get like three views a day. It's really hopping. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, and so when I left LA after the Second City class, I decided I was going to start a club, and I did. So here at UNR, you were also a, j- a journalism student. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I picked up journalism because I felt like I needed something that kind of related to what I wanted to do with my life, and so journalism was the closest thing I could find. Journalism is pretty broad. It's pretty broad, you know, because it's mm-hmm. writing, you know, and that's what I want to do. I want to do comedy writing, so I figured, just, you know, get better writing skills. I wasn't really interested in theater. I just felt nothing against theater majors but unless you're going into theater i don't really know what else you can use it for like that degree specific you know what i mean i was in theater in high school and i remember Mm -hmm. i was like this is dumb yeah yeah it's cool you know it's just if you like it i just never felt like the degree could get me it can't get me a journalism job but a journalism job could get me a comedy writing sure you know what i mean like you know like i felt like it was kind of like a versatile degree so Yeah. yeah and ben you're the Faculty advisor he is now. I am yeah. sucker. <laughs> I got I got roped into being the. Uh, it was really a funny conversation because uh, so I think so you had founded the club and then mm-hmm. you now uh, 
Vivian, right? Vivian's now the president. We don't have a voting system in the club. I'm that's in our constitution. We do it, not vote. I get to, I got to pick the rest of the staff when I left. Rule by fiat, yes. which is the best yes, kind. That's absolutely you know? hilarious. Um, I love communism under my wing. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Dictatorship of the Rachel, mm-hmm. I yes. guess, or whatever. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, she approached me and she's like, Hey, so the comedy club needs an advisor. Uh do you wanna be the advisor for the comedy club? <laughs> And I was just like, "What do I have to do? Like, what 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 is in what does this entail?" And she's yeah. like, "Literally, our last advisor did literally nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> nothing. <laughs> whatever you want to do, like it, you can be involved as much as you want, but we just need a faculty advisor." And I was like, "All right, fine, that's yeah. good." And I asked a little bit about what they did if you got together and did like writing sessions mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Not that I have any experience with that at all, but yeah. I just kind of want to know what was. Yeah, you want to know what you're yeah. you're signing like, on to? Absolutely. Yeah, and then and then my next question was, of course, since it was a comedy club, is I was like, "What kind of?" liability do i have <laughs> as the, like in case something goes horribly wrong or you know uh yeah. whatever and i still i didn't really get a clear answer yeah it's okay that. Yeah, as long as you guys don't burn down a building we don't I mean my only rules were which people broke them all the time I said don't be racist and we don't do rape jokes here that's yeah. it those are my two rules yep. and people broke them all the time and I was like <laughs> people were like oh my god like well I you know, and I'm like no like don't do rape jokes. Like, they're not funny. Nobody yeah. thinks they're funny. No. And yeah. don't be racist. If you're not African American, guess what? You don't get to say a certain word. And it's not funny if you do. Yeah. They, dudes it, would do it. All the, it was always guys, never girls. Always guys. <laughs> Imagine that. Crazy. Imagine that. <laughs> Men. <laughs> Am I right? Scum. <laughs> the earth. Um, so, it's been around since your freshman year? Or? Since I started it. So, so, I was a sophomore when I did the Second City class, and then my coming. To junior year, coming into junior year. So it's been around for three years. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Three or four years Mm -hmm. ago. Cool. And then, so, and you're not in it anymore. You're not the president. I mean, I'm not the president, no. Um, And Vivian always has like qualms about being the president. She's like, how did you do this? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like, people are always like, you know, like, how did you start this? And I'm like, I just signed the paperwork. And the Jared Mm -hmm. D'Amato was like, sure. And he signed off on it. It's not hard to start a club. It's really not. It's hard yeah. to keep it going and it's hard to have the drive to do it when, you know, like I had like a part time job in school and then I had two majors and I was the president of another club at the time. Um, I started a club once. Did you? Yeah. What club? In the, not here at UNR. Oh. I was in fifth grade. Oh. I started the chess we're, club. We're going a little far back. <laughs> I, started, like, I started the chess club. You started the chess club. My, not even surprised. And Is it still active? No. Okay. It lasted a total of one meeting. <laughs> How many, how many people showed up to that meeting? Two people. Me and one other person. And we played chess once, and then that was I the end of it. I can only imagine you oh as a gosh. 10-year-old with yeah. another child. Yeah. I guess we better play chess. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, yeah, exactly. When I, was, when I was 10, I was like, I need to play chess with somebody. And then I was like, oh, I think, I think like the guy beat me, and I was like, well, screw this. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> So, so the comedy club has done. Uh, so they've done like some sketch comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. They've done some stand up stuff, and uh, you also competed in like a competition, right? Like down we at did. USC. Yeah, or? I mean, there wasn't really like a prize or anything. Um, I got this email, and it was like, I think it was um, it was a year after the comedy club started. So I was pretty like seasoned into being the president, and it was from like these people at USC. There's this group called the Fourth Quarter All Stars, super funny group of people there. I think they even have a few troops over there, like a few comedy clubs. Hmm. And they said, like, you can come to L.A. and we're inviting other schools in the West Coast and we just want people to come and perform and hang out in L.A. And so we That's did awesome. it. Yeah, it was actually it was super cool. Got an Airbnb. How many it, of you guys went? Um, I think 11. Nice. Wow. 11 of us went. It and you was, all, like, drove down, right? We drove <laughs> down. That was an oh awesome gosh. nine hours. Um, so that was cool. It was just the cheapest way to get everybody there. Right. You right. know, so it was like I think everybody ended up paying like. 
maybe like 130 bucks. For like the Airbnb and gas Airbnb, and gas. I picked up food. We got booze. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. So super fun, super cool. Um, and I remember ASUN was like, you guys can't go to this. Like, Because we, we asked for funding. ASUN is the student government. The student show. government, yeah. So we asked ASUN. Um, we were like, can you like just like any money, like any money you can give us to sponsor people? Because it is a lot of money when you're in college to spend like 150 bucks, you know. And they were like, well, you can't go. You can't drive beyond, like, I think it was like 400 miles or something. Really? Yeah. They told us we couldn't go. And I was like, okay, then we just won't use your money and we won't tell you about it. And we went. (laughs) Because we were like, we're not going to not go. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. And I was like, for all of us to get flights like that late in the game, it was like January and the thing was in February. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, there's no way. And I was like, I'm not going to make people pay for flights. Like, that's crazy. So we just went. Hmm. Nobody died. It was awesome. Thank thank (laughs) God. Yeah. I convinced the school to pay for me to fly to South Carolina with the UNR golf team, which I was not a part of. Oh, wait, what did you do? I played. <laughs> first time in my life I ever played the golf, but I went. Not, not the first. I was the captain of my golf team in high school, but I yeah. we were the I was the best player on the worst team, and I was worse than the worst player on the second worst team. Hmm, I like it. Cool. <laughs> I was yeah, I was not good at golf, but I was better than everybody else, other That's than fine. like my friend Kaylor, who was also good. But um, yeah. So uh, they, yeah, they flew me down. Like like they needed another person to justify the trip to South Carolina. Mm. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go. Because <laughs> yeah, I had like, a friend in the golf team. <laughs> yeah, So I went absolutely. and got a free trip to South Carolina and found out, God. wow, South Carolina is not, a, not, no. the, not the greatest. They'll pay for the stupidest stuff, I swear. <laughs> they will. They'll pay for really dumb stuff. But uh, I also, I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. that your sen- our senior year of college, mm-hmm. right before we graduated, you made a video. I did. Making yep. fun of all mm-hmm. of the professors in the journalism school. Yes. And you got journalism students to play them. And I... You played were. Ben Birkenbein. You did play Ben Birkenbein. Yeah. That was awesome. Can Even I... though you look nothing like him, I knew yeah. you could only embody him. You know, I didn't know anybody else who could embody him the way you can. <laughs> you know, did I tell you that? So this just maybe I, I don't know if I told you this, but this mm-hmm. just came up in my class this spring semester. Mm-hmm. Someone mentioned that video, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was really funny." And, and like another student overheard them talking about it, and they're like, "Wait, wait, what? What is this?" Mm-hmm. And there's like. Only three or four people in the class had seen it. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll show it. Mm-hmm. They loved it. But they're like, really? how do we not know? How did we not know about this? <laughs> so they're like, this is the greatest thing ever, you know? So they loved it. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Still got I, currency. It's it's cool, you know? And I knew it was going to be really cool. But, you know, a lot of people like were kind of like iffy about it. Like I remember telling Nico about it. And he like absolutely loved it. I was it. iffy like, about it. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was iffy. Because I think a lot of people, which this is something that really bugs me like in my daily life, is that like people think comedy is unprofessional. Which I don't agree with at all. I think you can have fun and still be professional. You know, like, I'm not going to, like, take my bra off and be like, woohoo! Like, you know, I love journalism, like, in the middle of a 107 lecture. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not that kind of person. Like, that's unprofessional, but... Nice little I, performance art piece. I think, yeah, I think everybody can use, like, a good little self-mocking kind of thing. We, sure. all, we all get our egos fluffed up and stuff, and we all, at the end of the day, are just people. Especially um, these professors. Especially these... Man, you know, and if if I look around like at all the different schools on campus, I'm just thinking like RSJ professors are just so full of themselves. They just need to be brought down a peg or two. They do. I think so. Don't need. Don't have any fun in this school at all. I I think making me play Ben is enough of a. (laughs) I thought it was lovely. Everyone was so well casted, and I remember trying to find people, and people didn't want to be in it. Like people were just like some people did. Like Mm -hmm. some people were like gun ho, Mm -hmm. and some people didn't want to be in it because I think they were like afraid. And I was like, everybody can make fun of themselves. Like it's okay. Like you know what I mean. We're all just like people. We're all just hanging out. Like so, if people want to, so if any listeners want to find that video, is there an easy way to find it? Like on your YouTube channel or yeah, it's the first video that comes up. If you just type in on YouTube the real professors, 
Like, you could literally just type in that. It's the first video that comes up. But really? just type in the real professors of RSJ. It'll come up for okay. sure. Reynolds School of Journalism. Yeah. Cool. But I think you can just type in RSJ. I don't think you have to type in Reynolds School. Yeah, Because yeah, that's yeah. how I titled the video. So sure. I think yeah, that's how it'll sure. come up. Um, yeah, and we were. I was kind of upset because we really wanted Todd to be in it, but I don't think he had the time, and I think he just didn't want to be in it, which is totally fine. Um, but we were going to have him play himself, which just was going to be awesome, but mm-hmm. he just wasn't into it, which is totally fine. Like, I totally respect if people don't want to be a part of it. I just Some people who were like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you're doing this. And I was like, why not? People loved it. Yeah. And people who didn't, oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you explain to us kind of the writing process? I mean, like, obviously of that video, but then of like, like where, like, where, like your blog, I think is really funny Thank you. and stuff. So like, how do you come up with stuff to write? Like, I, I wouldn't know. Um, I love doing things that are real. Like you'll see like a lot of comedians or, you know, hysterical writers that write about things, you know, where they just kind of talk. Like it's not, there's no truth to what they're talking about. They're just kind of rambling and talking about things. It's really funny. It's awesome. But like some comedians, like if I don't know if either of you are into John Mulaney. Love John Mulaney. Lovely guy. Super, super funny. I don't know if you're I, into I, him. I don't think we are. We've talked. We've actually oh, talked, about, talked about him. We talked about him specifically. That was one of the recommendations that Joey gave to me mm. uh, before. And we talked about some of his his stuff. Funny, yeah. funny guy. And yeah. I think I a lot of the way I do comedy stems from him is that all of his stuff is true. They're all true stories. Things that happened to him in college as a kid. Like, so that's where I get my comedy from. And like a lot of the stuff that like was in like the Reynolds school professor video, it's all true stuff. Yep. <laughs> you know, Carrie really does twirl her hair constantly. It's crazy. It's like, you, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how her finger feels at the end of the day. Why, just why, after... why do you think her hair is so curly? That's probably <laughs> why. Exactly. Like all of the stuff was true and like making fun of like Alan talking about you know like his his ex-wife, ex-wife and yeah. Ben you know, promoting his band Ben promoting yep. his band like all of these things are true you just heighten them a little bit you just fluff them up a little bit and so that's kind of how I do comedy is like all of the articles on my um, on my blog like a lot of that stuff is like really like true things like there are okay so I just wrote an article recently it was like um, I forget what the headline was but it was something about like a mom mom is um thinks her kids getting fat off her breast milk so she puts them on a juice cleanse oh, so yeah. there are really mothers in la they actually take the fat out of their breast milk because they don't think it's good for their babies which oh, it's actually that's where all the nutrients are yeah so Oof. that doesn't make any sense you know so that article was like actually that. based a little bit on truth like Have you, you heard know? about raw water raw water Have you guys not heard about raw water no oh what my is god that? No, people take a freaking it's like a, it's really expensive too which is the crazy thing you just take water like out of a lake or a stream and people drink it like unfiltered what <laughs> oh my god and we call it this raw is not, water this is like this oh. is a real thing look oh it up yeah raw right. water capitalism That's, is fun it is fun i mean charge people know, for things people. we can get just for free water. literally like yeah people are just bottling lake water and then being like we don't filter it it's raw oh my god like, i wonder if they have it at whole foods do they call it is it called raw water or is it like yeah, raw no i think it's raw no it's not raw <laughs> That's a good one. Though. No, it's not. Okay, I <laughs> love when people combine things like that. Like when people say, like, okay, there's like a commercial for like the Dawn soap or whatever. Yeah. And like, are you having dish issues? And it's like, why didn't they just say dish use? Dish use. You know? Portmanteaus. Sure. Portmanteaus. Portmanteaus. Yes. Portmanteaus. <laughs> Rotter. I like that. So, yeah. so when you, um, so when you were coming up with ideas, so you generate an idea. It's based mm-hmm. off something else. Do you do you still continue workshop stuff then afterwards? Mm-hmm. I mean, do it with other people. What's yeah. The- yeah, I definitely do. There's a lot of things that sometimes, like, you know, like I, some people, like, you know, like journalists and novel writers and movie writers, some people are like, I just need to sit down for two hours a day and just, you know, just get ideas flowing. I'm totally not like that. Like, I cannot force ideas to come out of me. It's just, it, it's just not healthy for me. Like, just the way More I, fiber. yeah, you know, I just come up with really crappy ideas. And if I'm just forcing it, like, I have to, like, watch something and I'm like, oh my God, that'd be like a great stand up bit, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, 
I have like stories from when I was a kid. A lot of my stand-up is like about like my childhood because it was funny. Like there was really funny shit that happened when I was a kid. And so mm-hmm. I was like, just make it into a stand-up bit. And you know, I just fluff it up a little bit and kind of write for a half hour. And then once the ideas are kind of dead and I'm kind of tired, then I'm just like, all right, and I just don't touch it. So when you're workshopping, I mean, are you looking for either like a more effective way to tell the narrative or are you looking for specific pauses to like for for emphasis? Definitely and, you know, both. Definitely yeah. both. You know, you try to find the funny parts in the story and the best way to tell it. And, like and the like, best adjectives. Yeah. And a lot of times, like even like 10 minutes before I go on, like I will rearrange things like in my head and be like, no, it'd be way funnier if I open up with that part instead of that part. And I put this part at the end and, you know, this should be the closer because you always want to end in a good way. You don't want to just like end and be like, all right, I'm done. Like, you know, yeah. like that's kind of weird. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a lot of like, it's like in a way like kind of like acting, you know, like mm-hmm. you want the best way to get the best reaction. And so you've been doing some open mics here in Reno. How, do, how mm-hmm. have, have they been going well? Yeah, they're okay. I went to the Reno Improv a couple weeks ago, which it wasn't bad, but I, I had never performed there. So I didn't mm-hmm. really like know a lot of the audience. It was... It was just weird. I was way too drunk. I had just come from a work party. Did you get? Are you nervous on stage? Um, it depends where I am. I was nervous then because I had never been there. Um, mm-hmm. and the lights were really bright. It was like very much like a stand-up setup, and like I couldn't see past the front row, which was like kind of weird. Like I couldn't see like all my friends, which really sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really know my set that well because I had a really busy week at work, so I just didn't have time to rehearse it super well. And I was just drunk because I tried to get my boss drunk at this work party, and it worked. But then I also got drunk in the mix, and then, <laughs> and then I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "I'm too drunk like to do this." But then yeah. I was also like still awake for the hangover, so I was like half hungover, half buzzed, and it was horrible. Um, but it wasn't bad, you know. But like in my mind, like I set myself to a really high bar, so like to mm-hmm. me, it was bad. Um, but I really don't get that nervous anymore. If I do, especially, like, I do open mics with the Brush Fire that's here on mm-hmm. campus, like, the literary journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, there, I'm not nervous at all because people, like, will come up to me and they're like, oh, my God, like, we saw your performing. Like, we're so excited to, like, see you perform. And, like, there's some girl who runs it. Um, her name's Claire. She's, like, my biggest fan. Like, she wants to, like, swoop me away and, like, take <laughs> me to Italy. And I'm like, yes, queen. Like, take me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, there, I'm not nervous at all because I'm like, oh, like, people, like, already have this preconceived idea that I'm funny. Yeah. So that really helps, you know, for sure. That's probably – interesting thing I haven't thought about is like when you go to a comedy show you're going for a comedian usually you, right. you know but like when you go to an open mic you're going to be like alright make me laugh right, like, yeah, right. Yeah, prove that you're funny yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird you know and I actually kind of like performing at non-comedy things because it's like everybody there is doing comedy but like when you go to like an open mic you can perform anything you can sing mm-hmm. or dance or slam poetry whatever people do <laughs> and not that I'm against that you know but like after like a lot of slam poetry people are kind of like alright like we're, we're done like we yeah. want like comedy so like they actually ask the comedy club to come like Brushfire will be like please come like please perform so like, they can just have like some like lightning we don't want to hear about the, the sanit- everybody's daddy issues yeah. and stuff it's <laughs> yeah. a lot the yeah. sanitation of our meat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it's, I don't know yeah, it's kind of weird. Did yeah. you ever want to do stand up in, or did you ever like? Were you like? Were you like the funny guy in school? Uh, there was probably a time when I was, and then I got <laughs> I got too serious in college. I think. Did you? Yeah. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to a small a smaller state school, so University of Wisconsin Green uh, Bay. Oh. And then I transferred. Cool. I went to Chicago for a little bit. I went to um, Columbia College. Wow. Um, Very nice. It wasn't. It wasn't okay. for me. Um, it wasn't for me. But the thing is, uh, like I get it, but there's a longer story there and then I end up <laughs> moving back home kind of because I was like Chicago sucked if you mm-hmm. were just shoveling deep dish pizza and yep. not going to school mm-hmm. um, and then I eventually went back to Green Bay and finished up nice so yeah but you were never you never felt like you were like the funny guy in class or whatever 
Not really. Like I know in college I got too serious. I was too like in I was an emo kid, you know. Uh, I was like I was like yeah. into my band and I was like reading poetry and yeah, you know yeah. like life isn't fair cuz uh. roses have thorns and that kind of stuff, oh, you know. Like like you know, it was it was a, I was like in a screamo band. Yeah. It was like a hardcore band. And um yeah, so it was a lot of that and then I just got really into like research and theory and books and mm-hmm. stuff. So, no, I I became too serious for my own good there. No. Um well. and then when I went to graduate school, I think it was more like Everybody was doing that, so then mm-hmm. I was I was a little bit more fun. I think mm-hmm. after people, a while, a lot of people get like that. Yeah. They get really serious, and then they're like, "Shit!" Like, which yeah. kind of yeah. chilled. Yeah, I think that you know, I think that there's like stuff that happens in people's lives, and you know, everybody goes through that. And I always tell my at least my graduate students. I don't know if I tell the undergrads. Maybe I've said this in class with with you guys, but um, you like college. You sh- absolutely should have some degree of an existential crisis in college. Yes, yes <laughs> even absolutely. If it, even if it's just the, the impending like graduation that's coming up and you're Every, like, what am I going to now? Yeah. Now, like it's really going to happen. Like yeah. this, this part of my life is over. That's on a small scale, but you should really like question like existence and all the rest yeah. of it. I think, you know, there's some good comedy that comes from that too, right? As long as, as long as you can like laugh at it. Right. It's like me every day. It's true. Like if we all, like I always say this to people um, because everyone's like, oh my God, like I can't talk about that on stage. Like that's so dark and like whatever. And I'm like, if we were all perfect and we had the perfect job and the best sex and the best house, we'd have nothing to talk about. Nobody yeah. wants to hear about that guy. Nobody cares. Yeah. He sucks yeah. because we're not him. You know, so the self-loathing person who's like, oh, my God, like I had like a breakdown in the shower and then my mom walked in. You're like, that's funny. <laughs> like, that's good. Like, that's what people want to hear. They want to hear about the shitty stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's did do you were you always like the funny? I mean, you were like definitely the funny one. All right. Like, you were always like cracking jokes in class. Definitely. I remember we had a class with uh, Landon Miller uh, <laughs> of Channel 2 here He's in Reno. He's a tall child. He, is, he yeah. is a tall He's tall. Um, and he was teaching us uh, broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like the first day or something. What did you tell? You were, you were like, he was like, uh, is Rachel Katz here? And then you were like, you can call me. What did he, what did <laughs> Big you, Steve. No. Was it something else? It was. Yeah, I it was oh, like, trophy wife. Trophy wife. He loved calling me that, which, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that might have been weird for a professor student <laughs> relationship. And then he liked those other phrases to say, dang, daddy. He really liked that. Brought that to channel two. That's weird. Um, yeah, I just remember, yeah, you were noticed. Yeah, that's right. Trophy wife. Trophy wife. Yeah. Yeah. That was my introduction uh, to Rachel yeah. Katz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, right? That's so weird looking back towards that. I don't know. I mean, I definitely, not as a kid. Like, I was funny with my family, but I sure. definitely was not in class. I was definitely shy. And then I remember being in eighth grade, and I had this math class. And this kid, Dylan, he looks like like if Ellen DeGeneres were like a little boy. That's what he looked like. And he was just super funny, super cool kid. And I was like, God, I was like, I just want to be like that. You know, just like be that kid who like makes people laugh. And then in high school, I became that person, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And people like called me like Leslie Nope because Parks and Rec had just come out. And so everyone thought I looked like her. And I did like a whole fake presidential campaign for government where I ran as Leslie Nope. And like that was my whole platform. And people loved that. And I, I was the class clown senior year. Sure. That was like my... You know, like how people get like the senior superlatives. Hmm. So that's when I kind of became that. I was actually voted in high school most likely to become an SNL cast member. Were you really? And then they couldn't find me for the picture, so it's just a picture of a different person with my name underneath it in the yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like, and I was like, you guys, I was literally like in journalism class. So what do you mean you couldn't find me? <laughs> 
the that's real hilarious. that's just like so high school yearbook also oh, like as someone who actually worked on the yearbook like yeah. that's just yeah. like yeah we'll just find a way around it like yeah although we, we, ours turned out pretty good but my, like my name it, it, it was um it was Haley Weir and Joey Lovato and then it was Haley Weir and someone else mm-hmm. it was uh, it was Presley Conrad and Haley oh Weir God. it's like that's not Joey oh that is so your life and I love it yeah. oh. so that was uh, dead um, I can't remember. This is another interesting thing that I thought was uh, really hilarious. And I can't remember if I had you in class before that, but you had, in the run-up to graduation, you took some graduation photos. I did. Oh, gosh. And uh, suit. it yeah. seems like that graduation, I mean, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but it seemed like that graduation photo, someone went a little bit viral. Is this correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it got so, like 11,000 likes on Twitter. <laughs> Which is, it's, that's no slash. So can you maybe take, walk us through your graduation <laughs> uh, photos, actually. So the hot dog suit, like, just kind of, <laughs> that's just like, this hold is on. crazy. Let's just like, okay, she just started with the hot dog no, suit. Well, yes, that's where just, it all right. began, right? I mean, the hot dog suit. So I, when I was, I think I was a sophomore in school, I ran to be the Teak Sweetheart. It's kind of like, you know, like you're like the girl representative for a fraternity. And so I won the Teak Sweetheart. <laughs> Their charity is, is St. Jude. So they had this event every year called Franks for Jude. And they get like a, like a couple of the brothers, they wear a hot dog suit and they're trying to sell tickets, you know, to raise money for these these um, these kids at St. Jude Hospital. And so I was helping them sell tickets. I was like, I'll put on this hot dog suit. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I have no dignity. Which also a lady in Target told me I had no dignity yesterday. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> she, she asked if she could take doing? my picture. She worked there and she asked if she could take my picture. Huh. And I was like, sure. Yeah. I was like, I have no dignity. And she was like, oh, I can tell. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Wow. Thank you, Barbara. Um, don't know what that's supposed to mean, but anyway. Wait, wait, um, I, hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's just asking you to I take don't know. Your photo? She just worked there. She had an iPad, and I was like, I thought maybe it was just like an ad. Like, look at look at our lovely shoppers buying toilet paper, and I was like, oh, sure. What like, an I, odd, odd, yes, but whatever. I again, no dignity. So anyway, so yeah, so I wore the hot dog suit um, to help them sell these tickets, and then like I remember I needed. I needed a costume when I was running for homecoming queen. I needed like some kind of costume. They were having like this like runway show and everyone got to wear like an outfit. And so I wore the hot dog suit. So I was like, screw it. Like, I don't know what to wear. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't own any like super slutty clothes that look good. And I don't just have anything cool. So I wore the hot dog suit and then it just kind of became like my, my thing, like my brand. I don't know. As Vanessa Bangor would say. Yeah. Yeah. Your brand. What's your brand? brand. Yes. This is my brand. Hot dog suit. Yes. Hot dog suit. And so, um, it just like kind of became a thing. I would just like wear it to parties and people would be like, you know, and I don't know. Uh, so, hot dog. If, hot dog. Did you get did you, like you were, like other parties? Did you get a lot of like bad puns? Yeah, everyone always says, "Ask me about my wiener," which yeah, was exactly. the thing Come because on. yeah, the homecoming thing was it was like supposed to be. I think like I a, actually really like that movie. What? Which it, movie? Accepted. That's what that's. That's from. accepted. Yeah. So yeah. that's what that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a throwback to the movie Accepted because I loved that movie. I like. I, Acknowledge that's not a great movie, but I really enjoy it. It's a good movie, though. Like, it's like a good, just not good movie. It's a good dumb you know? comedy movie. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Great movie. At least in my opinion. But yeah. So. So then you took yeah. photos with this hot dog suit I and did. your dog. And my pug, who also has a matching hot dog suit. But now I have, <laughs> I have, I just got another pug in January and we got to find her one. But she's like weirdly thick. So I haven't found her uh. one that fits yet. Like yeah. a thick pug hot she's, dog. She's suit. like a linebacker, yeah. With, she's like super weirdly with two shaped. C's, thick. Yeah, thick. Oh, exactly right. with two C's. Or yes. with a Q. Sure. Thick. 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 <laughs> if you yeah. so you were saying like you know you, you got you have like your brand right the hot mm-hmm. dog suit. <laughs> it's hot your dog brand. Suit. If you were going to give Ben and I a brand, mm. oh god. Yikes. What I want to know. Putting you on the sp- I'm putting you on the spot here. I you know hmm to give you a brand. Yeah, you can start with me and then we go to Ben. Hmm. Or you can start with Ben. It doesn't matter. How honest do you want me to be? You can be as honest as you want. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got a thick skin. I don't even know. With two C's. <laughs> I got thick. I think Ben. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if these are brands though. I don't really know how to identify another sure. person's brand, but I can definitely see what I see on the outside. And I think Ben is the guy who's always wanted to try stand-up comedy but is afraid. And Joey, I think for a long time, if you didn't have a girlfriend, I probably would have thought you were um, celibate. <laughs> that is 100% honest. My first impression. And then you're like, oh, this is my girlfriend. I was like, damn it. My, his brand is off. Time. That's it. And there's actually, there's a story I, I, I tell about you to people when... Um, <laughs> I know that's true. Um, remember, I don't know if you're. I, I will obviously would remember this. This is about you. Um, you got like your ID almost taken at a bar, but it was your real ID. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I love telling people that well, story. Yeah, if, if you look at my, like... my my driver's license is like from when I was 16. <clears throat> so I had long hair, mm-hmm. no beard, and no glasses. Now I have short hair, a beard, and glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it just doesn't look like me. And I'm like, I, I've. I, you know, I grew up. I look different, and so did you get a new one? No, you still have it. Yeah, I still have. I, it. We, I want to see that actually. Okay, we'll pull it out. Let's, let's yeah. take a photo and put yeah, it on Instagram. Let's, Absolutely, let's not, let's not do that. Just but, like with all of his identifying I, information. God, love okay, it. There's, there's my ID. It's been pa- passed across. The- <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay, wait a second. Wait a second. This should um, be the cover for when you post the. Oh account. man, who does he look like though? He looks like somebody. I you feel do like, look I like feel somebody. Like, like somebody from like an 80s comedy or something. Like, yeah. um, oh man, I don't even know. It's, it's like good though. It's, it does look very different. Yeah, yeah, you, you do look very different. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was at the bar and the guy, the bartender was like, yeah, no, like, I'm going to need to like, yeah, I'm going to need to see a real ID. And then like he tried to take it and I was like, dude, that's like seriously my that's ID. That's my real ID. It's a Nevada like, ID. Like I'll go to a different place. Just yeah. don't, don't take my ID. Yeah. <laughs> like you, yeah, like I need my ID. And the guy uh, was like going to take it and then like, so, like one, like I think the bouncer was like, "Oh, I've got like a scanner. Like I can scan it, and it yeah. like scanned." And the guy was like, "All right." Well, I guess you're good. Yeah, like, yeah. and then like he just like ignored me the rest of the night, and, like wouldn't give me beers, and oh I was like, God. "This guy sucks." Yeah, I don't <laughs> just know. true gatekeepers. You that's know? like yeah. your bouncers. brand. It's just like the guy who just like has shit like that happen to him. You know, like that's like from what my perspective <laughs> is, Ben. I don't know. I haven't thought about your brand a lot. I've thought about his. It's okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah I don't. So that's why I don't I blame you. you know? <laughs> yes, brand, Ben is brandless. It's okay. What do you think your brand is? Do you think you have a brand? I don't know. You know, I, I just worry. You know, it's always the self-deprecating mm, thing, but I always mm-hmm. worry like I'm like the I'm the aging younger professor who like still thinks he's cool. You, you know are what I mean? still cool though, because you wouldn't be on a podcast with a student if you weren't cool. Yeah, but but I'm not sure, right? <laughs> or, or or am I really just kidding myself, right? Like I, mean, I just, like just I should check, just check your rate, my professor. But the, chili but, peppers. There's no they they they've done away with the they've chili. Are you away. kidding? They, they took the peppers away. I was pretty upset. Like did they not have peppers anymore? No more peppers. Are you kidding? No more peppers. That was the best part. Yeah, exactly. That was the only reason you checked. Your exactly. <laughs> yeah. If I were a professor, I would just check for the chili peppers. Exactly. I was going to put that on my tenure application. Look at this. I had. I used to have a pepper. I. Uh, yeah so anyway that's my brand my brand is like i'm not really sure my brand is like should i be more like a stereotypical stereotypical professor and like serious and wear patched elbows and Mm, the rest of that the tweed yeah but like that just doesn't seem fun to me stereotypical professors have patched elbows that's like your but but they come on (laughs) that's that's like a trope you know and it's like the ponytail usually it's philosophy professors oh okay yeah philosophy yeah philosophy philosophy professors the tweed and the elbow patches okay yeah come in like with a pipe that i'm not even smoking yeah let me tell you about this just dump out the ash yes and then say something profound like uh, <laughs> n'est, n'est pas un pipe, right? like the 
the I, what was the, what did you say earlier? Uh, it's isn't it sad that roses have thorns or something like that. Yeah, yeah li- life one. isn't fair because roses have thorns. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But that that's like a, I think that's like a Family Guy reference. Like they had some emo kid. Mm. It's like if life isn't fair, if life is so fair, why do roses have thorns? <laughs> it was like their cutaway to like an emo kid. Mm, like it was that. that somewhere I got that from somewhere. Oh, I don't know. I like love it. it. Love it. Uh, anyways, uh, one other thing I was going to ask you too, uh, Rachel, is if you do you kind of do you try to keep up with stand up comedians? Do you watch what's going on yeah. to try and see what people are doing? Yeah, do you, you know, absolutely. Like I have some friends coming over tonight, and we're just going to like do comedy stuff. We always nice. don't end up actually doing stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, my friend um, he's trying to go into comedy. He just graduated from Penn, you know, so he's oh, got yeah. a great degree. He's had like a bunch of internships at like entertainment companies. And he's like, I just don't think I'm going to get hired. Like you know, I've had all this stuff on my resume, but I just I, I don't know if I can do the job, though. Like, my resume doesn't do the job for me. And my thing is, like, you know, some people, like how I said earlier, like, you know, sit down for two hours and write all day. And that's awesome. A lot of my material comes from just talking to my friends. Sure. And, you know, when you're with funny people, you become funny. When you're watching funny people, you become funnier. And, you know, it's not taking their jokes. It's just getting that inspiration. Like, oh, like, look how... You become a better writer when yeah, you read more. Right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You read more and you, and you see people who do it really well. You know, I'll watch, like, like Ali Wong is funny. I think mm-hmm. Amy oh Schumer is funny. Some people don't think Amy Schumer is funny, mm-hmm. but I think she's pretty hilarious. Like, Chris Rock. Definitely, like, those are, like, people who I like to watch. Sean Mulaney, as I said. Sean um, great. And you, and you watch these people, and then you kind of learn, like, oh, that's not so hard. Or, like, yeah, like, that's a really good way to tell that. And then that's how I kind of get inspired is just by being with we, funny people. Did you, of, uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. We, we, just, we did an episode a while ago on a comedy special called Nanette. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. By, um, what's yep. her name? Have you watched oh Nanette? Mm-mm. I'm curious. I okay. Nanette's a very serious comedy special. It's a deconstruction of a, of a comedy set. Yeah, but like, it's talking it, about all the it's problems like a, in comedy. Mm, yeah. I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's still there. I recommend it. Maybe you we'll s- watch it tonight. Hannah, yes. Hannah Gadsby. Gadsby. Hannah, yeah. Hannah Gadsby. Gadsby. Oh, okay. I haven't it's seen it, though. very serious. Mm. I would say, like, a lot of it, there's a lot of moments where, like, it sucks the air out of the room. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, that's not, this isn't comedy. She's yeah. just, like, talking. Right. But, um... Good. It was really good. Ben said it's the most important piece of media he's seen in a long time. It was. It is. It is. It was. And I think it was really effective for what it was. I, you know, I haven't watched it for a while, and I don't know if people are still watching it. Um, which is that's also kind of the point, yeah. right? That mm, it that it's yeah. this like ephemeral moment in comedy, and I think it was really important. But like, I, I don't know what's happening. You know, I <laughs> like, I don't know what the the ripples are from that. I mean, like, yeah, um, basically, she's like, I'm quitting comedy. Like that was like is how she it's, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like quit. <laughs> Wow. But so yeah. Anyways, it's, 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 it's a recommendation. Okay. You also, have you have you seen Three Mics? Neil Brennan's Three Mics. Uh-uh. That was also a really good one that okay. I watched. I think I brought that up. On you episode. brought that up on another episode. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Though. Yeah, it's really good. He has three mics, and one of them is one-liners. Mm-hmm. One of them is a normal stand-up set, and one of them is like, let's real talk. Like, yeah. why am I sad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's really good because it's like the juxtaposition between the three is like very well done. Yeah. My question was going to be much less consequential, but did you see uh, Ali Wong's new romantic comedy? The oh, Always, Always Be, be My, my maybe. maybe. Did watch it. Thought it was good. Randall Park, he was also good. I didn't yep. realize it was Ali Wong at first, just to be honest. Me like, either. I didn't I, recognize me her. Me either. Yep. She just I looked didn't. different. I don't know. I don't. I, maybe with, you know, her legs more closed and more clothing <laughs> on her. Because oh. she's at all Less in pregnant. her stand-up sets. You know, yeah. first of all, she's pregnant. Pregnant. You know, yep. in her specials. I was going to say. And she's always, like, squatting a little bit. And I just, oh, yeah. God, I just love her stance. She's she's very funny. But I did see it. That was really good. Wanda Sykes has a new special. Oh. Yeah, very which funny. I've been, I've been, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's wait. Good. No, we did watch it. So never mind. We did yeah. watch that. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. She was good. Yep. She was really good. Um, And then I, I need to finish Ellen's new one because she... 
she came out with one in like December uh, or something. And I still haven't yeah. finished I it. Relatable. Relatable. That's relatable. the one. Relatable. Yeah, yeah. I spent like 20 minutes of it. I watched the first five minutes and fell asleep. Yeah. She I, just I talked was, about being really rich. Yeah. She did. <laughs> yeah. She did. Yeah. It get, it got better. Like I've only, again, seen the first 20 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. But it is kind of hard too because when you do get to that level of fame, like, I mean, she is right in a way. Like, how yeah. are you still relatable? You're, you're Ellen. Yeah. You have all the money in the world that you'll ever need. You could get a salary. You could never make any more money for the rest of your life and she would be set. Yeah. You know? So it is kind of hard i think for comedians because your whole job is you're supposed to be relatable and then you get to this point where you're not yeah you know so um yeah, i saw that pat Oz is it oswald or oswald Patton oswald his stand-up that came out like i think it was like last summer amazing i yeah. think if you guys haven't seen it that one's very good yeah um, he's yeah. really funny he's, he's also has funny. like a very sad story he like, does his yeah wife his wife away. yeah right. which is sad and you know and, and it's really you know people are funny when you can make that funny like, mm. even though he didn't make her death funny things about her things that she did and you know i mean really he did he just it's just really amazing to see people like take the worst things in their lives and make them better and make something good out of it like people laugh yeah. you know that's pretty amazing so nice. yeah yeah well cool Are you uh we good <laughs> i think that's great thank you that's like ending a set thank like you. you know she had like a really nice ending line and i was thinking back to what you said like you can't just end a set and be like okay that's it right but like you had a really nice line and, and then, then i was like was- are we getting there we should probably just end right there because that's a really good point well, to end you can end it there you can yeah. just cut it and be like alright oh just... there's no editing uh, okay <laughs> I mean but you could technically well we could but that if would, you that that would, would re- betray the, the format that absolutely effort. I'm glad you like the line that's what I always say to people is if you can make somebody laugh about something that is bad and cruel and shitty then like you did your job yeah. and that's the best thing you can do that's the best career you could ever have is making shitty things better so yeah and on that note if you uh, like the podcast you can support us on patreon you get access to all sorts of bonus content rachel joined us for the bonus content this week uh and we told a little bit mm, some more funny stories and yeah. all the rest of it uh you and can follow us on facebook and instagram and we have a twitter that isn't our our song as always is uh, Finder by People With Bodies I'm Joey Lovato (laughs) I'm Rachel Katz or Big Steve (laughs) or Big Steve (laughs) Trophy Wife (laughs) (laughs) and I'm Ben Birkenbein get into it (laughs) 